Limitless Range Podcast. I am your CEO and President Corey Chandler. I am here today with our Vice President PD Podlo. Also got our COO and producer Dougie Fresh in the room with us. As always, you can go to our website, LimitlessRangePodcast.com, or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, One Limitless Range. You can also find us and contact us by phone at 360-356-1699. What's going on, fellas? Dougie Fresh, how's it going, my man? Pretty good. Yeah, congrats on the uh, you know the promotion, COO. That's right? a pretty big one, dude. Yeah, I'm just waiting <laughs> for the raise. <laughs> Pete, uh, Petey Pod, Vice President, what's going on, buddy? How's your week going? Just chilling like a Vice President should. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, fellas. Well, uh, you guys excited to uh, jump into the week or what? Hell yeah. Yeah, very excited, man. Let's do it. Talk some hoops. As always, um, this week we'll be talking about, you know, we're going to break down all 30 teams. We're at the uh, All-Star break. We got the All-Star game going on today. We had a, uh, you know, All-Star Saturday night last night, but we're going to give a quick breakdown of all 30 teams. Um, We're going to figure out, you know, something to rant about as always today. And then, uh, you know, today's the big day, man, the day that we've been uh, talking about for quite some time. Um, we won't have a trivia question today because today's the day that we uh, that we actually draw the name, the free jersey. Free jersey. Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. I'm excited to see who wins that and then find out what jersey they pick. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's uh, what I want to know. Yeah, what jersey are they going <laughs> to pick? That's going to be pretty cool. We'll have to... Uh, Maybe the next couple of weeks or next week or something, we'll have to see if we can get whoever the winner is, get them on the phone or something and chat with them a little bit, find out some information about them, why they picked the jersey, yeah. who they root for. Yeah, that'd see be what cool. their reasoning is. All yeah. Get, all get a that. guest spot. Yeah, that'd be super fun. Um, let's uh, let's jump into the rant. You know, we're uh, we're in the all-star. Doug, you got something for yeah, us to Doug, rant about? Why don't you pick like, something? This is a Me. Doug rant for once. Oh, oh on the spot. man. I'll rant about the fact that you guys came in with no rant prepared. hey you know what that was pretty good what i figured was on everyone's minds though i mean it's all-star weekend we didn't want to do a whole bunch of all-star stuff because it'll come out probably after the all-star game but you guys saw the dunk contest last night yeah yep yep yeah was it good (laughs) <laughs> not really no i didn't even catch it why no. don't you guys tell me what, what happened i got a lot of problems with you people now you're gonna hear about it man i just feel like the dunk con the dunk contest is starting to get i don't know just it's too much like cheese stuff dude like i just want to see dope dunks like yeah. i don't want to see 20 minutes of us setting up a plane and then collins can't even jump over the plane looks like he stepped all over and clipped it and it wasn't even that cool like we had guys dunking over cars at one point now we're paper planes like what is that yeah i know i'm with you I, i'm not re- when it takes a guy 12 tries to do a dunk i'm i've already changed the channel like the third try of the channels changed not only that the dude does 12 dunks finally gets it and then gets a 50 spot 
Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That was crazy. Like, how are you going to give a 50 to a dude that tried it 10 times, 12 times, 13 times? Like, God. I mean, the only way I'm giving somebody a 50 tried it 13, the dude needs to do like a front flip, <laughs> 360, <laughs> tomahawk. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. I, yeah, I'm with you. That dunk yeah. was all right. I know it was a difficult dunk. I can't dunk, obviously. Uh, but I'm just saying, like. I get close. You know, after a couple tries, you, you, most dunkers will move on yeah. to their backup plan, and that's yeah. what he should have done. Well, and I mean, well, at that think, point, they're tired. You right? think the so 50s you, come too easy? They can't do easy? it on the first three. I do think the 50s come yeah. too easy, Dougie. I think the problem is, too, is in my eyes, it kind of takes away from past dunk contests. Like some of the super cool 50s we've seen, yeah. some of those Vince Carter dunks and MJ dunks we've seen in the past, and now we're now we're giving 50s to dunks that take them 10 tries that really weren't that impressive in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree. I mean, the three-point contest keeps, you know, evolutionizing. You saw the they had an all-money ball rack. Why doesn't the dunk contest take some of that? They could easily do, like, rate, you know, they could raise the rim a little bit. I think that would be cool. Didn't Dwight now, Howard do that a few years ago? That was no. one of his dunks, I thought. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying is, is raise the rim, and then we could see all the great dunks that we fell in love with try to be attempted a half foot higher. You know, yeah. or you know what I'm saying? Like right. each round, raise it up. Half no, just down. keep it at <laughs> keep it at that, right? And now it's like if somebody dunks from the free throw line, it's a little more impressive. It's like, oh, dude, that's you know a little bit higher. Now, if someone does a 360 through the legs, it's it's going to be a more difficult task to do the dunks that we've already loved. And yeah. now, now all those old dunks will become impressive again, in my opinion, because the rim's higher, so it makes it more difficult. Well, that's the thing. It seems like just a few years ago with. Gordon and Levine, where it was like, man, the dunk contest is back. That like, was a pretty good dunk contest. Yeah, exactly. And everyone, because, I mean, for years now, we've been talking about how shitty the dunk contest has been. You know, just getting worse and worse, or it has to be all these just hokey novelty gags. And then they just straight up, uh, I mean, you know, just did some awesome dunks. A what? few props and stuff, but, and uh, we, were, it, we thought it was all reinvigorated and reinvented. And now it's like, no, why did we fool ourselves into thinking that? Yeah. Well, that's, th that's the problem is like all these props and all these dunks are doing are more and more difficult. And now they're at the point to where it's like, it's impossible to do something better. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like. That's why I think, you know, if you change the rim, something you can, like everything that. becomes just that simple. Who, no one's going to be upset that it went up half a foot, you know, 10 yeah. and a half feet. My now, thing is, is why don't we get any of the stars yeah. in the league to do any of these dunk contests? We're going to do one word later, right? You, we got that thing going. I'll give you one word. LeBron. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ever since he chickened out, never tried it. No, no. There's, now it's like. They're gonna, if, if LeBron's being recognized as the GOAT, people are going to follow in his footsteps. It's like, oh, the dunk's not cool. Dunk contest isn't cool. LeBron didn't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like... All these future stars, it's ridiculous. I'm they're watch, not doing it. I was watching it with you know my wife last night, and everyone, they were there naming the four dudes. It's like, she's like, who's that? Yeah. I don't know that guy. And she watches <laughs> basketball. like She knows a lot of, lot of players, and she's like, uh, who's that? It's like, why don't we put this out so where people are excited? Yeah. Like LeBron going against another star where it's like, damn, like this is a showdown. Even if the dunks aren't quite as cool, it'd be like, these are big names. They got a lot of fans behind them. Yeah. I don't want to see LeBron win a dunk contest. Come on, please beat LeBron. Yeah. But it's like, last night I'm like, do I even care who wins this? Like, I didn't care. And who was the biggest name last night? John Collins? <laughs> uh, Probably Dennis Smith. Just because oh, he, he was won it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'm with most of the other names were just like, 
I mean, they gave the, to the Charlotte kid. Uh, what's his yeah, name? Yeah, Bridges. But yeah, Bridges. I don't even know his name. That tells you how popular. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, it, it was tough. Yeah, I mean, there's been like second tier guys that have done it recently. Or I mean, Oladipo, um, Blake Griffin. I, th- you know? I thought Donovan Mitchell did a decent job last Mitchell. year. But and still, it's when they're in their first couple of years, they just happen to be yeah, they're not little they're not household names. Yeah, yet, so it's like just, people kind of know them more, and then they do it. They're probably doing. It. I mean, like, at the, that time they're they doing need it for another level brand. up. Like yeah. maybe they yeah exactly. Maybe they just need to like I feel like bring out a bigger like the field should be a little bit bigger than four. You know, like they extended it to ten for the three point contest, and then we got some dope stars. You know, you get Steph in there. But then you give dudes like Buddy Heald and Joe Harris who ended up winning and Seth opportunities. Like get some of these guys who have vertical that were in it, but mm-hmm. also throw in another four guys that can dunk, that are stars, and then only give them one or two chances. Yeah. And then move on to a semifinals or a finals instead of dudes getting 10 chances, dudes showing us like their Superman shirt and bringing out all these random props and these dudes and this entertainment stuff. Bring out like eight dudes that can dunk. Give them two chances, dunk real quick, get out of the way, dunk real quick, and now we'll have a finals. And then the finals can be a little bit more of a show if you wanted to. Yeah, the three-point contest, seeing the the names that were on there, it was exciting. Yeah, like, exactly. Man, look at all these guys. I have no idea who's going to win this. You yeah, know? That was pretty cool. I contest. thought it was going to be Buddy. That's what That was my guess. But I mean, everyone has fun. to imagine Steph, but my dark horse was... Joe Harris. Yeah, you said yeah. it, man. That's us yeah. props to you. Obviously, I, I was like room for Dame Dollar, but but I watched it. You know, I like watching the Nets, and I've just seen that guy. He can stroke it. He's got a great jump shot. Is it just me, or should we be getting Joe Harris on this podcast at some point? Because to me, if you win the three point contest, isn't that like the definition of limitless range? That's true. He's got it. That's a good point. He's got limitless, He's got limitless range. range. Yeah. So you know, any listeners out there? I know we have some listeners that got some connections that. Could get us there, some Brooklyn fans, whoever. Let's get Joe Harris on the Limitless mm-hmm. Range podcast. You know, congrats to him. That Let's was a big win. Trending. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, man. Let's move past the you know the All Star Dunk stuff from last night. Um, and let's just jump jump right in. We'll do we'll do the jersey drawing at the end because we're actually going to do a video of it. So it'll be fun mm-hmm. to have it. Um, but we'll do it at the end of the podcast. So let's just go ahead and jump jump right into our thirty teams. It's going to. You know, Doug, I think you got this set up for us. You got it a way that you want us to do it so it doesn't take us, you know, 10 years to get this done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put a time limit on you guys. You know, <laughs> we're actually going to follow it. So um, we've got all 30 teams to cover. And I've split it up between Corey and Pete. We decided uh, post All Star break, it's time to check the status of every team in the league, see where they're at, where they're going, what they've done. That sort of thing. So, you guys give me one word and one minute for each team. That's all you get, Pete. No no 20-minute rants, all right? <laughs> but we'll start, off, uh, we'll start off with Corey here. First team is the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. Give me one word. Mm. Wish I could use hot phoenix but that ain't gonna work uh, <laughs> i guess for phoenix you know it would be like building you know really similar to kind of what the uh philadelphia 76ers were trying to do and they finally at that point is just trust the process kind of thing you know they're they're really in rebuild mode you know they got a couple dudes that are, are fun to watch obviously they got Aiton last year and now you know they got devin booker um 
both of those both those guys can play so if they you know they're smart right they know they can't do anything in the west just continue to, to keep losing um and they're doing a great job at that they're sitting at 11 and 48 <laughs> um, so they're like maybe a half game ahead of the new york knicks or tied with them it looks like uh and so it's all about this draft man give me zion is what they're looking for mm. and if you know, if you're a Phoenix Suns fan, I'm sure you're down there like rooting for them to lose. Like, if they win a game, you're pissed. You're like, what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Which is which is weird to me going to the games and, and rooting for a team to lose. But really, I mean, they got a, a decent setup there. All if you can right, get Zion. Up. If you can Zion eight. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. All right, Pete. Now uh, you get your turn. Go for it. Next team, uh, the also oh so winning New York Knicks. What's your word? I mean, I think you guys know what it's going to be, right? Durant? Durant. Yeah. I knew it. That's, I mean, that's everything for them. If they can sign Durant, they're going to be contenders. The future will be bright. They'll get Durant's back end of his career. He's going to be wanting to prove that he can win over there. And I, I think that's the signing they need to make that franchise excited. If they sign any other player, I don't really see them, you know, being very relevant, even if it's like Claw or something like that, because even on Toronto right now, I'm just I, I, I look at Kawhi Leonard and I think he needs more. He needs more around him than what mm-hmm. the Knicks have right now. So Durant's the one player I could see going there, taking a young player that they get, maybe a Zion and, you know, like a Kyrie and being able to lead that team to championships. So the one word you got for them is a name, is Durant. Yep. That's what it's all about. KD. Yeah. All right. I'll give that to you. (laughs) All right. Okay. On to you, Corey. Next team, the Chicago Bulls. What's your one word? I'll make it two words. (laughs) Crybabies. I think you can use one word for that. I think it's crybabies. Is crybabies one word? I think so. You can. I'll call it that. We'll go with it. Um, yeah, man, I just feel like, you know, this team, just listening to him cry about the coach and all this stuff, and Zach Levine seems like a little bit of a crybaby, um, but they're in the same boat as the Phoenix Suns, man. They're trying to tank. They're trying to uh, look for Zion or, you know, another kid out of that draft and trying to get into that, the better lot, the best lottery spot they can get. Um, I was interested to see what their signing was recently, the trade they got for Otto Porter. Um, not really sure why they wanted to bring on that. 26 27 million dollar contract into yeah. a rebuilding team that that really doesn't make sense to me Weird. um so i don't know maybe they figured washington liked to cry a lot so we might as well bring another cry baby <laughs> to our team that's uh, really all i got to say about that well that's all the time you have perfect so pete your next team the cleveland cavaliers what do you think what's the word Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I help but laugh. Oh my god! All right, all right. <laughs> for all for all you Cleveland fans out there, this is the podcast for you. I don't know, man. Just you know, Dan Gilbert. Um, aftermath of LeBron James. It's like these combinations scream to be like trash. I just can't yeah. see them building anything but garbage. You know, I mean, Collins. A nice young player. I like to watch him. You know, he's very energetic. And uh, but after that, it's not pretty. You know, a lot of bad contracts. And yeah, what they do with Kevin Love? Yeah, is he still on the team? I feel bad for Kevin Love, man. I mean, the whole situation. He's getting paid, so it is what it is. But he's injury prone now. Never healthy. 
and he's at the point of this in his career where he can't lead a team to you know to anything. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your next Corey. Getting uh, getting into more interesting teams, kind of. Uh, you got the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> more interesting. Said they were an interesting team. I said more Memphis. interesting. <laughs> it's relative. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Memphis, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, interesting. Maybe you know, a month ago when they were like top four in the standings in the West. Now, how in the world did they manage to lose so many games so fast? Weren't they literally like top four for a little while? We're like, man, is Memphis yeah. going to make the playoffs? Because we were bragging about. Them. <laughs> That's true. Tank They're sitting them. at twenty three and thirty six. Wow. Like they done take took tanking to the next level. Like, they didn't just lose all season. Like, they just decided to hit a spot where it's going to lose like crazy because that's a quick drop. Um, yeah. But I, the one word, I mean, maybe smart to me, really. Mm-hmm. They uh, they got Marcus All's contract off there. They're looking to rebuild. And now they're all the way down there. They're where they're getting in the mix of being a good lottery lottery team, which didn't look like they were going to do that. Um, you know, they got the kid you love, Pete, Jaron Jackson um, Jr., who – I mean, I love him as well. They kept Mike Conley, I saw, to kind of mentor him, which I think is smart. So I think really they're doing a good job of, of not floating in the middle and just completely tanking all the way to the bottom. All right. Well, then we'll move on to, to my more interesting team. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> Can't wait for this. As featured in the dunk contest. Now, the Atlanta Hawks, Pete. What's your word? Can't reuse trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Luca. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Luca, man. I mean, that's what's going to come to my mind every time I think of Atlanta because they didn't draft him. Yeah. And I think it's going to be the biggest mistake they made in their franchise. Ugh. I'm telling you. Doncic is a, you know, he's a generational player. Like he's special. He's already he's putting up LeBron James numbers in his rookie year. Think about that. Yeah. His confidence, his poise, his jump shot. He's hit the most, you know, we always like Steph Curry because he hits those crazy shots. We're like, wow, only he could do that. Donchins has like three or four of those this year. You know, yeah. shots where you're like, did he really do that? So, I mean, I just, I feel like the Hawks, I don't know, man. I'm just, I, I'm really disappointed in them that they didn't, they didn't do anything with that. You know, Collins is a nice player. Trey Young's, I'm just not a fan. I don't think he's going to be a winner and I don't think he can lead a team. Is Trey, Trey Young's pretty enough though to bring the ladies to the, to the arena at least? I mean, if if if, if cheese is pretty to a mouse, <laughs> you know, because he looks like a mouse to me. Okay. But, oh man! All right, so <laughs> the uh, next team, interesting for different reasons. Corey, you've got the New Orleans Pelicans. What's your word? Wow, your words, wow. No, that's not my word. Honestly, my word for the Pelicans is embarrassing. Yeah. How do you go from what they did last year to my Portland Trailblazers sweeping them, looking like they're making steps forward? They got AD. They had Miritich. They had Cousins who was hurt. Can they bring him back? They had Rondos helping them lead a team. They had a, a good thing going on, and then you get to this year, and it's like, what in the world happened? You got one of the best players in the league who now doesn't even want to play for you. And then you didn't do anything in trade deadline, which I think is smart because they can they can work in the summer and maybe get into a like Boston or get some picks out of it. But they still got Drew Holiday on their payroll. Like, what is this team doing? Obviously, that's why we saw the GM just get fired the other day. Yeah, I think it's embarrassing what happened to him. Yeah, embarrassing could be a good word for him. Well, 
we'll just give up the rest of your time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete. Okay, next team, the Brooklyn Nets. You like, you said earlier you like the Nets. What's your word for them, Pete? I'm going to say loyal. You know, I think uh, watching them play, I just feel like they're a unit. It's fun to watch, man. It reminds me of me playing with my buddies, going to Hoop Fest, you know, playing with this guy over here, you know, playing with my friend Brian and Terrence, who I play with every year, and Trey. So, like, you just feel this, you know, like, us against the world. Camaraderie, huh? When you watch them, I'm telling you, Doug, if you check out, you know, some nets, you'll enjoy it because it's like one game you had uh, Spencer uh, Dinwiddie just went bananas mm-hmm. and like they actually sat uh russell the entire fourth and let didn't when he closed the game out right yeah well how many all-star point guards are going to be on the floor clapping throwing threes up when when they're sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter cheering yeah. their teammate on yeah that to me was big and i know d'angelo russell has his Just issues being from a lakers fan I right miss that dude Jesus yeah Christ. i just love that you know seeing that from him yeah no, I've, 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 uh, I mean, in our league, I've got D'Angelo Russell on my team, and I've tried to catch a few Nets games, and they were just fun as shit. To right, watch. Joe yeah, Harris. Awesome. We, you yeah. know, we just seen what he can do. <laughs> yeah. So, so, next team uh, is the Dallas Mavericks for Corey. So I guess you can't use the word Luca. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your word for the Mavs, Corey? Hallelujah. Okay. All right. I thought you were just going to go Dodgers. <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, no, man. Hallelujah, man. The guy's fun to watch. I mean, obviously, Pete already touched on it when he talked about Atlanta. Um, but, yeah, dude, the dude is just fun to watch. They brought in Porzingis. Um, and they're making moves. As much as I am a little bit scared to see what happens with Porzingis and his injury, you know, you're at least seeing some moves be done. And, and they're really trying to uh, get something set up there. And, uh I could see him bringing in maybe a third piece next year. And, and uh, as good as Doncic has been basically by himself in a way, I feel like that team that team could be scary in the next few years. And, and he's just super fun to watch. He's a funny guy. Mm-hmm. If you watch some of the things where he's mic'd up, like yeah. he's always just so fun to watch. And I think he's just entertaining, man. That's another word you could probably use for them. He's just entertaining. Yeah. I'll definitely continue watching him. He's one of my favorite players right now. So I love that mic'd up thing from the other day. We, yeah. we posted that on Twitter. Dude, he's so he down really to earth. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, he's it's so refreshing. Guy. Perfect. So, next team. Not sure how much you watch these guys, Pete, but you've got the Orlando Magic. What do you think? Boring. Yeah? Yeah, just, you know. You say <laughs> I watch them, I don't because they're boring. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, Boos is... He's a beast. You know, he puts up some cool post moves, some post shots. But other than that, I mean, their point guard play. It's like the journeyman DJ Augustine who just yeah. seems to find a starting job anywhere he goes. I don't right. get it. They got full. You think that'll make a difference? Well, you know, I'm not, from what I've seen, no. But I'm hoping that he can prove they won, something. They won five in a row after they traded for him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> Your coincidence, right? <laughs> well, I mean, that might have got them excited. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just the Magic, they're not really ever going to do anything. You know, it's... And, and they need to sign Vuce. Yeah. They want to have any shot at anything. Figure out Because without that guy, they're just going to be a lottery team. Yeah, so. exactly. Okay, so next team for Corey, the Detroit Pistons. What do you think? Oh, man, you already took boring... <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, man. Uh, 
disappointing, I guess. I don't think we've used that yeah. word yet. I don't know. I just, you know, I thought a few years back Reggie Jackson could actually be, you know, at least a good point guard, somewhat dope, not a, a superstar, maybe, you know, a low-end star, but he sure. hasn't even been that, you know. And then you get Blake Griffin. You bring in Blake Griffin. Poor dude went from L.A. Now you got him freezing his balls off up there in Detroit, and he – He's, he's doing his thing, but they, they're they really not doing that much. What are they sitting like? I think they're the eighth seed, seventh seed, something like that over yeah. the eighth seed, I think, in the east, um, which is cool for them. They might make the playoffs. They made but some moves, too. This team ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Poor Blake's having, like, the best year of his career. Yeah. And they're not doing shit. It's weird, too, because, I mean, they have Blake. They got they got Drummond. Drummond's a beast, but uh, I don't know. I still am just not that excited to watch the team. Yeah, exactly. All right, next team, what do we got on the sheet here for Pete is the Miami Heat. Overpaid. I just, you know, just looking at their contracts, bro, like we we talked about this. You've broke them down many times. They got a bunch of overpaid players who are just making too much money and aren't producing. Deion Waiters, uh, Whiteside. You know, they put up numbers, but those type of guys just don't win games. You know, right? It's like uh, empty numbers. Yeah, but I just feel like they're overpaid. I don't see a bright future for them at all, especially with those. This, you know, usually when you see a team like that, especially with Pat Riley leading it, you're thinking like, you know, he's such a smart GM that these guys, you know, he's gonna have bargains. He's gonna have, you know, at least some salary room to make something happen. Mm-hmm. But looking at the way it's set up, it's just I don't like their future. Not they're even a good future. LeBron effect. Yeah, We're the LeBron another effect. franchise. Thanks for that, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so you don't—they're out of the playoff picture right now, right? And they don't even have any promises in the future. Yeah. I mean, they might. Here's the thing: they—they they could easily make a playoff spot in the East, okay? But it's—it's yeah. empty. It's nothing. They're going to go nowhere, and I just don't see anything going good for that team right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Overpaid was going. All right, Corey. Well, you've got Charlotte Hornets. Hmm. Uh, they had the all-star game that was cool for them <laughs> uh, <laughs> i would say lost to me this yeah. this franchise and this team is just lost dude you got you got kemba sitting on the last year of his contract you didn't bring in anybody to help him you got dudes that are overpaid in biombo and batum you really don't have any assets to make any trades in the future to really bring anybody in they're just lost, man. What are you going to do with Kemba? I mean, Kemba, to me, you lost Kemba is what I should be saying because yeah. I don't think Kemba's going to be there. Uh, that's, that's a good point. You know, I think Kemba's gone next year, so now you're really lost. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's cool that, you know, the, the Curry family is from that area, I guess. Congratulations. They had a cool all-star game today. <laughs> right. Some fans Jordan, for that. too, man, right? The owner? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Just, Michael Jordan, the owner, that is wild. That's a that's a great point. You know, we talk about obviously the greatest player of all time, and in, in all of our eyes, and clearly being an yeah. owner isn't the same. Right. Lost. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next team for Pete, the Minnesota Timberwolves. What's your one word? Soft. <laughs> oh, okay. Charmin soft. Yep. Seriously, I mean that's just what I see. Wiggins, come on, guys. Wiggins, like he just. He always looks like he's got like his hair all done, like he's hard. But it's like the dude is just soft. Okay, can't guard anybody, can't score. It's hard to watch. He's, you know, and then you got Towns, and I mean, I'm just, you know, it's like I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, he's such a great talent. This guy is a great talent. 
but that's i think i held my expectations for towns so much higher you know what i mean like yeah. so it's like even if he's a top 12 player in the nba he's got the talent to be top three so like to me he's underachieving and that's how i look at it it's it, you could say it's hating but no he's robbing us of what his potential should be because that guy should be a monster just dominating a dominating force and yeah. i'm not seeing it that's would be the opposite of that basically and yeah well next team for Corey, uh a team he showed a lot of love to over the course of this season the washington Port- wizards what? <laughs> <laughs> what's your one word for the wizards wall they hit a wall i guess <laughs> um as i broke down several times with this team dude they're they're screwed They've hit a wall. That's what they got. Like I've said, they got That's John good. Wall in a wheelchair for the next 22 years or however long he's got. Um, <laughs> they finally got rid of Otto Porter, which I think was huge. I mean, with with Beal, Wall, and Porter's contract, that's just tough. Clearly, Wall and Beal can't get along. Beal's got to go because at the end of the day, you ain't going to get rid of that, that contract with Wall. I'm telling you right now. Unless you give a couple first with Wall, you ain't getting rid of him. So they got to shit Beal. Um <laughs> But yeah, I feel bad for for Washington fans, dude. This I would be so frustrated if I was a Washington fan because this is going to be affecting them for quite some time. Especially if John Wall can't ever stay healthy, paying that much money to a dude where you're like, God, I hope he can. I don't know, stay healthy for a little bit. It's bad. It's God. It's, it's a bad. good point. I mean, that, that could affect them too. Who knows if they would have been in the KD sweepstakes? That's his. You know, that's where he's from. If they would have had a good team, but he ain't yeah. trying to push a wheelchair that's around for what three ifs. years. That's yeah. a good point. Well, Pete, next team, another team that you love so much, of course, Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, <laughs> what's your buddy. one word? <sighs> Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I mean, come on. I, I don't even, yeah. you guys want me to rant on this or what? I mean, it's LeBron. I'm surprised you haven't dinged me I'm gonna, already. I'm going to cut this <laughs> off anyway. LeBron James, his toxic environment. It's just, you know, you guys see what it's about. It's like everywhere he goes, it's, I don't, dude, if, you know, if Hanford ever, you know, something bad happened, that's basically what I pictured, like LeBron's teams. He's like a nuclear reactor. You're just waiting, like, oh my God, hit the red button. Alert, alert. It's yeah. like, you know, everyone evacuate. Like, and they've got Homer Simpson working the controls. <laughs> Basically, bro. <laughs> the nuclear plant. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's how I feel, man. So on, do you, you got to make in the playoffs at this point? What's your thought? Heck no, man. No? I love it. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I think the Kings are going to steal that last spot. So I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah, they ain't got no shooters, man. They're trying to tell everyone. We've been talking about that from the beginning. Yeah, that was a real no shooters. thing. Yeah, that was a real thing. All right. Okay. So, that felt like 40 seconds. Next team for Corey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was like 35. (laughs) Next team for Corey, Los Angeles Clippers, the other LA team. Mm. I feel like for most of the year, overachieved. I think they didn't want to make the playoffs. They got a uh, draft pick that's on them not making the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, they're like... Went through Whoops. the season and they're like, wait a minute, guys. Why are we playing so well? Uh, let's get Tobias Harris out of here. We can't make the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they were killing it. They were, they were in the top of the West for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so I think they made a great move getting rid of Tobias. They're going to save that draft pick. They got a, a It's bright, unprotected, too, I think. They got a Dan, bright Dan future. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they got a bright future. They got um, 
Lou Williams, I think, has got a dope contract. You know, he's got three more years there. I think it's only like eight mil a year, which I think for Lou is nice. And they got Shit. two maxes. They got two maxes going into a summer full of a I mean, free agency yeah. free that agents I would love to, to, to be. LA, man, dude, early yeah. rumors were KD Claw yeah. combination. Yeah, that there's a happen. lot of possibilities down there. Yeah. So overachieved in a good way somehow. Yeah. I like their owner. Yeah. Seems like a cool dude, man. Balmer. Yeah, Balmer, man. Hell yeah. Out there okay. having fun. All right. She would have brought him to Seattle though. Of course. Especially for you guys. Speaking of bringing to Seattle, Pete, your team is the Sacramento Kings. What's your one word? Talent. Talent. I think the Kings got a lot of talent. I'm excited for them. I mean, this isn't their time, you know. But if they develop that young talent the right way and keep putting the right pieces around them, that team's going to be scary. I'm looking at it. They got Fox. They got Buddy. They got Bagley. All on rookie deals. Just think about that. That's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm telling you, if I was a Durant or Kawhi Leonard, that would be a very appealing team to me. California, you know, all those young, all those young players looking for a leader, like a superstar leader, like that. Yeah. Go there, help those young guys keep developing, and they're all on rookie deals, so you'd have so much cap to put other stuff around you. Man, I just I like that team a lot. The way they're the way the, the way they're built. Dope uniforms too. I always like the king stuff. Yeah, they got <laughs> uniforms. All right, well that's a minute. So next team, we're getting into the good teams here. This is gonna start being a lot more fun. So for Corey, Philadelphia 76ers, what's your one word? Stat. Yeah feel like the philadelphia 76ers are stacked man they added as i just talked about with tobias harris i mean you're talking about some firepower really the only team in the league i would say that has a starting lineup with all-star caliber firepower similar to the golden state warriors i mean they're the only team where you're talking about four players that really could be all-star players and then your fifth is jj reddick i mean you're talking about a stacked team um you know, right now they're sitting at fifth in the East, but I would assume at some point they'll pass up the Pacers and jump into that that top four with that group of guys we've talked about. Those teams, they're it's going to be fun right to watch. Now? They're fifth right now, oh. yeah. Um, I think they're, I think they got a great chance of maybe making it to the finals. I think the biggest problem to me is their bench. They got no bench. I mean, I'm talking about non-existent. So they have what T.J. McConnell and a couple streaky shooters around him. Yeah. That's about it. So. Um, but man, this team is, I'm curious to see how the chemistry works out. We've seen Bede and Butler complain about their positions and their roles and stuff. Let's see how this team yeah, I like does in the playoffs. Yeah. Next team, here's a good one for you, Pete. Houston Rockets. What's your one word? ISO. <laughs> yeah, there's a word. I mean, that's just what I see with the Rockets. Is James Harden going to be playoff James again? Because if he's playoff James, they really got no chance. Looking at his numbers, if you go break them down, they're bad. I'm telling you, bro. This guy shot 41% in the last three years in the playoffs. And I'm not talking. That was every year. 41 or lower. Good God. His his combined three-point percentage, an average of 30%. With two two of the years being 26%, I think, and 29%. And then like 32%, 33%, something like that. It's like, 
I, I just don't see how you can win with that. And everyone's in love with this whole MVP thing. He's balling out. I love watching the guy, man. He was on OKC. I've, I've seen a lot of his games. I've seen a lot of his development. He's amazing. But in the playoffs, I just think that they're tied to him. And with Chris Paul's contract, they got a horrible contract. The next three years, he's going to be making $40 million. Jesus. Yes. That's right, yeah. How are they going to get out of that? You're not going to be able to get another superstar to come in there for help. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just isolation ball, and you got to pray. Can Harden do that the entire game? Yeah. We'll see. Well, Corey, next team that I'll give you is the Utah Jazz. What do you got? What's your one word? Cold. It's always cold in Utah, right? <laughs> but at the same time, we're talking about, I feel like Donovan Mitchell has been kind of semi-streaky. He's been better lately, but his three-point shooting this year has been cold compared to last year. And I feel like they really ride on what he's going to take them to. And same thing with Joe Ingles and a lot of the things we saw last year in the playoffs that we were excited about. We were expecting Utah to come in this year. And both of us had them picked pretty high in our playoff you know, yeah. predictions early in the year. And I feel like the team's just gone a little cold. They're not as exciting when they get ESPN games. I don't feel like I'm like, okay, I'm excited to watch Utah. Um, and I think a lot of it is you're not seeing Joe Ingles hit those big, fun shots, and, and Donovan Mitchell isn't shooting as well as he's usually shooting. Um, so I'll be interested to see what this team can do in the playoffs because I really liked watching them last year, what they did to mm -hmm. OKC. Yeah. If they can get that chemistry going that we thought they were going to come into it this year. I mean, I know they've had injuries with Ricky Rubio and things, but uh, – they got, they got some players, man, so I'll be interested to see what they can do. Yeah, we'll see. Yet another one. It's going to be tough to know what they're going to do in the playoffs if they can get in there. So next team for Pete, we'll give you another Texas team, San Antonio Spurs. I mean, I'm sure the word that comes to everybody's mind is a name, and it's Popovich. Sure. I mean... So. Is you know there's so many questions linked to him. I mean, there's talk about him even retiring. Mm -hmm. He retires with that roster. <laughs> Spurs are lottery, man. I'm telling you, I don't care if they got Lamarcus Aldridge and DeRozan. It's gonna be a lottery team in the West. They're gonna be down there in the bottom because I I think to me Popovich is the best coach in the game, and he he basically adds a superstar to your team. No matter what team you have. If you have Popovich, you basically have a, an extra superstar on your team. That's why they right. match up with like Miami, you know Miami, even with the you know old Tim Duncan who's out of his prime, only having Kawhi Leonard young, and they beat those those three. You know after they had confidence because mm -hmm. yeah. this is after they had a championship. So I mean, to me, it's like it's all about Pop. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. All right, well, we're getting into the top four teams here. Real okay. good ones. Even more interesting. So I want to hear your guys' takes. I'm going to give you a little bit more time. You know, I know that uh, it was hard to even now fill up a minute with some of these other teams. The, now that we're past the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, should have given you 10 Appreciate seconds it. on the other ones. <laughs> but I'll give you a, more than a minute here. Corey, what do you think about the Pacers? I still want to hear what one word you, you've got for them. The one word for the Pacers? Broken, poor Victor Oladipo. <laughs> oh yeah, rest in peace, Might my buddy. Stays top four. We'll see. Yeah, I mean they're they're in trouble. As I said, I think the 76ers are definitely going to pass them up in the yeah. standings. Um, I don't see this team getting out of the first round in the playoffs. Not without Victor Oladipo, man. It's it's sad to see. You know the kid works his tail off, and um, I mean he's a stud for this team, and he's really carried. 
in my opinion, not the greatest roster and uh, to a good spot in the East. You know, obviously the top four in the East is tough and he's been ahead of Boston and Philly for most of the year. Um, so they've been fun to watch, but they're, yeah, they're broken. They're in trouble. They ain't going anywhere. Um, but the cool part is, is if you look at their future, you got Vic Hurt, but when he comes back, I mean, you got him still for three more years and he's not making that much money really to me, 21 mm-hmm. mil for a dude who's an all-star, a star. We're talking about 21 mil. You're paying dudes that are like that, that are barely playing minutes. So yeah, sure. 21 mil really isn't that bad. He's, he's a hard already worker, works, so. you know, and yeah. so miles turner he's another guy that's really stepped up he's actually leading the league in blocks right now i think it's like 2.7 or something like that so he's a defensive beast um and you got him locked in only at 18 mil for the next three or four years so it's like they got some space and then other than that they have like five or six dudes on the last year of their contract which is awesome to see because at the end of this year they're going to have for that crazy stack free agency you're going to have a possibility to grab some dudes. I mean, I know Indiana isn't the sweetest spot to land, but at least you're going to have some money to throw around for maybe some second-tier guys, maybe like a Chris Middleton or some guys that they could bring in with a ton of money to surround Victor and Miles Turner. Um, at least they're not stuck with a bunch of broken contracts. I mean, yeah. they're broken this year, but they ain't broken for their future, which I think is cool. Well, wasn't that yeah, one of the teams cool. that Mike Conley was saying that he would have wanted to go to or something if they traded him because he wanted to go to the East? Yeah, yeah. Like that's a team that I would have thought move. that would have been great for him to land for sure. Yeah. Hey, they got awesome fans too. Indiana, oh, yeah. The Pacers. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say in Indiana. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. all basketball. Well, they're the they ones that started every... that LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was funny, man. LeBron's so gonna trade you. Yeah, it's that true. was good. Yeah. That is. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. They say man. that there's a basketball hoop in every single driveway. Right now, before you hit your little ding, they got it's it'd be Nets versus Pacers. Who would you guys take in that playoff series? Three Nets. six. Man, that's exciting. That'd I be a fun that. series. That'd be an exciting series, man. I take the Nets no matter I what. Think I, I take, take the, the Nets too. I think I take the Nets too. That's a cool matchup. Can you imagine the Nets getting in to the second round? The shot blocking shot blockers facing each other. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Allen, <laughs> That'd be fun well, to watch. Man, I'm already excited for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah me sure. too. That's I can't good. wait. All right. Next team for you, Pete. You got the Boston Celtics. Stay in the east here. What's your one word for the Boston Celtics? <sighs> egos. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a team filled with egos right now. They got the talent, the coach, the franchise. I mean, they got everything. They were heavy picks behind mm-hmm. the Warriors to win it all. You know, they were heavy picks in Vegas to go to the finals before the season. Yeah. So, I mean, like... How they're just a bit disappointing, and it's all because of egos. Kyrie, me, Tatum. It's like, come on, man, you guys can't figure this out to show us what the potential could really be no. of this young group. With the, you know, what I'm saying, like, I just don't get it. Well, Hayward playing really bad doesn't help. I mean, he's picked up his game though, a bit, but he's he's done better lately. I'm just saying that, like. This team could be so much better. And it's not just, I mean, come on, you add Kyrie to the playoff team they had last year, you know? Yeah. That's why they were favorites. So, yeah. I don't well, know. Share that thing you were sharing with me the other day. We were playing 2K and you were talking about it. Remember how uh, uh, someone had brought up on ESPN or something about how guys last year were like excited to play and accepted their roles? And like you see guys like Terry Rogier balling because he knows he walks into the stadium. And today's his day to ball out, so he shows up. But when he knows he's only going to play 15 minutes, he doesn't show up the same way. Yeah, you know, I just feel like with Kyrie, 
they, they're using him as an excuse to not bring their A game. Right. And in my yeah. opinion, even if you don't like your job, your situation, you bring your best every day. Yeah. You know, and if they did that, you know, buy into Kyrie. See what it's about. See how far you go. If it doesn't work and you guys get beat in the second round letting Kyrie lead, you can cry all you want the next year and be like, I'm done with that. We tried it your way. Yeah. But give him a chance to be the leader. You, it's so hard to try to be a leader to a bunch of guys that look at you and are like, you ain't no leader, bro. You rode bronze coattails. What's their thinking? Yeah. Even though he was a big and part of that like, championship. Look at what we did without you last yeah, playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. Well, just imagining how, it's like, well, it's not working right now. Imagine how like, deep and stacked this team is with talent. And that point you're bringing up, it's like, could you imagine if these players showed up every day? Like, if Terry Rozier was like, I know I'm only going to play 18 minutes, yep. and I might only get seven shots, but it's going to be the best 18 minutes of basketball I could ever play. Jason yes, Tatum's like, I exactly. might only get 13 shots tonight, but it's going to be the most efficient 13 shots I could ever bring for Boston. If yeah. that team played like that, and those all those guys all had that mindset, Boston would be so scary, dude. Yeah. They'd be the best team in the East by I mean, far, right? Doug, well, who does that reflect on? The coach, though? The coach. I mean, yes. come on. I told him this the other day, and he and uh, I Corey told Corey knows. This. I've been saying it since, like, week three of our podcast that what? Brad Stevens is overrated because of that. You can do X's and O's and stuff like that, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I was saying, I I, dude, that's funny because I said the same thing to Corey. I was like, what about everyone gives all these props, you know? Actually, I said it on the pod, didn't I? Last week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Basically, Brad Stevens can do the X's and O's, but can he manage the egos? Yeah. Right? Which yeah, is my word. Exactly. He's not managing these egos correctly. So it's a big part of it. A lot of guys can't, too. That's tough. That is tough. Yeah. <laughs> Get it in a situation. And it's like both that. parties. It's Kyrie and the young guys. Because yeah. Kyrie could do a much better job, you know, not bringing their names up, not doing all that stuff, all the speculation. And, you know, those guys could do a better job of letting him be the leader. It's, you know, yeah, just, he's got to act like a leader, too. That's so. true. But you're not going to know what. We all know one thing. This team is fun to watch. They could be fun to watch without Kyrie, right? We all agree on that? Sure. Right? Last year? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But they ain't winning shit without Kyrie. Yeah. Let's get that. That's got to be a reality, reality to them. And when that becomes a reality, that's when they will buy in. Because yeah. right now, they think that they could go to the finals because of what they did last year. And they're mistaken. Okay, they're mistaken. The East is way better. You know, it's not no LeBron James and a bunch of jokesters. They're mm. playing. They're gonna be actually playing full teams. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, the top end of the East is better. Yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, then let's uh, let's go back to the West here, Corey. Okay. Next team will be the Denver Nuggets. Mm. What's your one word for the Mile High City? Mm. I would say mysterious. Mm. I feel like mysterious because this team is like impressive. We like watching them play. They got a great passing center in Jokic. They have some great dudes around him, but we haven't seen this team in a playoff atmosphere, right? We haven't. I mean, the last time the Nuggets were in the playoffs was 2013, I believe. So Jeez. it's been a while since we've seen this franchise even in the playoffs. And now they're a two seed. Like they went from like, Man, this team might make the playoffs. They're kind of in that mix for probably an eight seed. To they're mm -hmm. the two seed, like one of the best teams in the West. Like people are talking oh, about, can time. this team can this team knock out the Warriors? So it's like, damn, where's this coming from? But at the same time, we haven't seen this team fully healthy. You know, you see a lot. Yeah. Millsap's been injured. Barton's been injured. What's Isaiah Thomas going to be? They haven't even brought him back. They haven't even got to see Michael Porter Jr. yet. 
there's a lot of players. Like, what is Isaiah Thomas going to be for this team? When they get to the playoffs, can he be healthy enough to be like a dope six man maybe behind Jamal Murray? Can he be like a Jamal Crawford type of player? And can Jamal Murray be consistent? And can Jamal Murray be consistent? There's young guys. It's like, I feel like this team could be Western Conference Finals bound, give a great you know playoff series against the Warriors, or they could be first round exits. I wouldn't be surprised to see this team lose in the first round, but I also wouldn't be shocked if I see them in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. So, how many playoff games has uh, Joker played in his career? You guys know Jokic? Yeah, zero, zero, zero. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, check this out. I'm thinking in my head, we're gonna get, we're gonna know what what uh, Jokic is about. You know what I'm saying? Like, is he gonna elevate his game? Like the, like some mm-hmm. of the superstars do that we see gonna, in the playoffs. Harden it, or know? is he going to be, <laughs> or is he going to be a worse version of himself? Yeah. yeah, like James Harden. That's a very we don't know this yet. We don't know what kind of attitude and energy he's going to bring in the playoffs. He might raise it. I'm kind of thinking he's going to raise it. Yeah. And if that's the case, I see the Nuggets being a threat. If it's not, I'm with Corey. It's all on Jokic, though. For yeah, me. because yeah. dude, here's the thing. Every team I talk, I heard an analyst say this. Every NBA team. There's every year we have a team that's like, oh, this team's really good. You know, the Atlanta Hawks where they won a bunch of games, the Toronto Raptors, you know, and it's like, realistically, they say in the playoffs, the good teams raise their level, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But then you'll get some of these teams who won a bunch of games and they're playing the same basketball in the playoffs. And I just feel like, what is Denver going to be? Are they going to be a team that elevates their game? Because the West is going to get tougher. It is. Like, if you put the Pelicans... Right in the playoffs right now. I bet you, you see what I'm saying? The playoff atmosphere, Drew yeah. Holiday and AD would probably ball out and beat a bunch of te- you know, a bunch of yeah. these teams. But because they're playing regular season basketball, they just look different, you know? So it's like I'm just, I'm just saying, like, what is the atmosphere gonna be for Denver? I'm so yeah. curious about that. It's about the like you can keep the same system, same style of play, but you gotta play like 110% yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, ra- raise it's the be level. Interesting, man. It is. Well, next team for Pete then. What what's your word on the Oklahoma City Thunder? <sighs> I mean, what what comes to your mind when you think of OKC? You know, it used to be Westbrook, but I'm gonna say defense. I like defense, that. yeah, defense. You got a team that leads the league in deflections and steals. You know, you got Paul George, an MVP candidate, and and let's be real. I mean, offensively, mm-hmm. he's, he's done a great job. But the reason why he's being considered for an MVP is because of his defensive prowess. Two-way. Yeah, yeah he's a two-way sure. player. He's a freak. He's balling out, man. I'm so happy for him. Just seeing him play well, you know? It's just like he's a guy I always kind of rooted for because I hated LeBron James, yeah. you know? So I mean, I'm like, come on, Paul George, please. You want to talk about by yourself? That guy was playing on the Pacers by himself going on going against the big three. Yeah. Didn't no one cry for him, you know? Yeah, what happened to Roy Hibbert? Huh? Yeah, Roy Hibbert. <laughs> George Hill, like, come on. So, I mean, Paul George is actually, I, I never thought we would see a better version than what we saw in Indiana. Yeah. And we are. He is, yeah. We are. He's had a lot of clutch shots in the four, too, man. It's cool to see. Westbrook, like you said, is he's giving the ball and allowing Paul George to do his thing late, which how often, never have we seen Westbrook allow that to happen. Yeah, that's, yeah. I like that. I think if he would have done that with KD, they would have been winners. Yeah. Would have been done already. They got a... They got a dope backup point guard. Dennis Schroeder in Atlanta did some really fun things. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what this kid can bring them in the playoffs because, as we talk about a lot, I mean, it takes 
You know, it takes an army of dudes to win a playoff series. You got to have some bench support. And is well, Dennis Schroeder going to step up? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I like I like what they have going on, too, around the starting lineup with Grant and Ferguson, 3 and yeah. D. Guys yeah. that don't need the ball, that yeah. allow Westbrook to have the ball good. 100%, right? You talk about this all the time, dudes that accept their roles. They accept yeah. their roles. They're playing defense. They're shooting the three to space the floor. And it's just it's fun to see. And accept I wish they put that That's Bill around Belichick, KD. right? Do your job. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it is. Good yeah. I'll tell you right what. There. I didn't when we did pretender versus contender, and you know, I'm a type of dude that will own when I feel like I was wrong. I had these dudes as a pretender just because of what I've seen Westbrook do in the past and what he's done in the playoffs. And we're not there yet, but what I'm seeing Westbrook do now and allowing Paul George, I got this team as contenders for sure now. Like I've completely switched my viewpoint on these guys because they've shown me some stuff that I didn't expect to see. That's so cool. Props man. to you. Props to you, man. You had them as contenders. I appreciate remember it. that. But uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. I was wrong on that one for sure. Yeah, I, they can win games. And you know that's not easy for me because yeah. I hate Westbrook. Yeah, no, yeah. you made so a great for, call for me to go with them. It was hard because I was, I went analyst, not fan of the game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because usually my bias, you know, you don't want your bias to set in when you're trying to give your honest opinion to the people. Well, getting into some real top teams here, Corey. You got the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks. What's your one word? I'm going to say apostasy. What? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't know what apostasy is? Apostasy. Yeah, that's that's Greek for spacing. Oh, my God. Come on, man. You guys didn't know that? I got no clue. Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Yeah, this of team, course I knew that. Apostasy, <laughs> man. The spacing. Dude, this team's that's got awesome. spacing that's around cool. Greek that's freak, cool. dude. I like it. They got. They finally got what they're looking for. You know what the team? I mean, they got Brooke Lopez this year, who spaces it from the five, which you've always talked about. Last year, you talked about. You talked about Giannis. If Giannis can get a, a stretch five, this team is going to be dangerous, and they got that. Dude, I'm yeah. hitting my mic over here because Corey nailed it, dude. You remember last <laughs> year all the arguments I got with Trey and all those spacing clowns? Spacing yeah. isn't important. <laughs> when I said, "Yo, give Greek a spacing center, and he will do what LeBron James does." How many times did I say that, yeah. bro? I got so many arguments. Yeah. What's happening, man? He got the spacing center, and he's doing what LeBron James does, putting up the same type, if not better, numbers. Yeah, don't yeah. even talk about Brooke Lopez. He could have been playing with LeBron. <laughs> right yeah, now, man, he'd be too. perfect for LeBron. Exactly. Yes, he's doing exactly. Fantastic. I, it is. Man. I'm glad you brought that up, bro. Because I honestly forgot about that. Great. You mind. know what these guys? You know these great guys minds we, think alike. I appreciate it, bro. Respect. No, for sure, man. I remember you saying that last year. So it's. I mean, I don't know if you talk to them. I mean, you're vice president of this, but you should be like vice president or like GM of the Milwaukee Bucks or something because you made this prediction before. <laughs> I mean, it's just I understand how important spacing is. A lot of guys don't. But in today's NBA, if you have a weapon like Greek, like this is why I think Zion, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, he can't, you know, he can't do what LeBron does or whatever. He doesn't have the handles. He's got good enough handles. And the speed explosion combination at that size with people not being able to stay in front of him, if you can get a similar offense for Zion, he'll be a monster. You know what I'm talking about? Shooters around him. Yeah. Space. You can even have a, a, a good guard like an Eric Bledsoe who can mm -hmm. help bring the ball up and get the ball to him when where he needs it to get to his sweet spot and then operate. Yeah, that's the thing is that, I mean... And people have said for a few seasons, no, Greek needs needs shooters. You know, he needs shooters, and everyone pretty much is, agrees on that. But your point, no, he needs a shooting center because so many of these teams, yeah, we'll get them three more three-point shooters, but they'll still have that regular center, and they just 
play him less or yeah. something. Yeah. It's when like, you no, have, let's get a seven-foot three-point shooter out there. Yeah, when you have Giannis's style of play, you can't have a center that's clogging up the paint. It's really going to affect him. And, yeah, that's why LeBron you know, can be in the paint, but you still have a center as well. Yeah, you know? and let's yeah. talk about some of these dudes around him. In all honesty, I mean, we have he didn't do that great yesterday, but Chris Middleton was in the three-point shooting contest. Yeah. So you yeah, have a second true. star who can who can shoot, obviously, and then uh, as you touched on with Bledsoe. Um, and we touched on with the five, but they added Miritich, man. Oh, right. Dude, yeah, they added Miritich for stretching the yeah. floor as well. And we, as we talked about, Ooh. I think it was, I think it was last week I brought this up, but he was dope for Chicago in a playoff series against the Bucks. And, and Middleton actually said that it was Miritich's stretching the floor and knocking down shots that basically knocked the Bucks out. And then last year, obviously against my Blazers, it was hard to even watch. Every time Miritich touched it, I swear to God, the ball went in. And it was like, this guy is taking over games. When he makes three or four shots in a row and he gets hot, dude, what are you going to do if this guy hits four or five threes in a row in a playoff game? That's hard to come back mm-hmm. from. Those stretches are tough. I'm, you the know, dude's a beast. That's a great point because I'm in my head, I'm thinking in my head right now, like it's gonna, the game's going to slow down, right? It's right. going to go half-court sets. How do you? How would you guard a pick and pop with Meritage Greek? Imagine, <laughs> yeah. imagine Meritage setting the pick and slipping. Yeah, what do you do? W- what are you gonna do if Ed he Middleton's sets the screen? Out in the corner, you know. I, seriously, yeah. You, yeah, Brooke can even they can both fill the corners, but right. imagine that pick and roll. That would be nasty, or that pick would, and pop. Excuse me, that would be nasty. And then if it if Greek gets to the paint after that, and you have to bring if you even have a shot blocking big, and you got to bring him off of Brooke. Flip it to the Done. Corner. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun to we'll watch, see. man. I and how like many guys? How many bigs want to step up on Greek anyways from the quarter? You know, get right. him posterized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next team then another top Eastern team for you, Pete. The Toronto Raptors. What's your one word? <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with a mirage. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's what they are to me. It's wow. like if you're in the Whoa. desert, you know, water, okay. it's hot. You've been that. walking for miles Holy and miles, shit. you know, and you're just lost in the desert. You see that bottle of water, and you go to grab it, it just like disappears. <laughs> I'm serious, man. That's what I'm seeing. Wow, is that your your pitch for a New Balance commercial? Or something? <laughs> it's just you know, I can't picture a guy leading a team to a championship if his heart's not even with the team. No. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. And and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know how hard it is? Like, think about what Dirk did. Think about what it would take for Damian Lillard to bring a championship to Portland. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's gonna dig deep in his heart, his mind, his soul. Like, I gotta win this for my city, man. For mm-hmm. this all these people that have believed in me, man. And then you go to Toronto and it's like Kawhi, it's like a, you know, he's bouncing, dude. He's like, yeah. all right. And they've got time's almost up here. Fans too, like for someone. He, but there's no connection that there. Was there with a there's connection. no connection like there. To Rosen, you, you know. don't say how is that going to lift you to your next level yeah. in the playoffs if you don't even have a connection with the team, the organization. You're just there thinking of, you know, you're gonna, he's going to be going to L.A. And, I, and you know, look at the way they treat. And why would he want the connection? That's the part we, everyone has to understand. I don't even blame him. It's not his fault. He just seen what they did to DeRozan. He sees how they're treat, treating Kyle Lowry as starting all-star point guard, right? Yeah. How, 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 how they're treating him. Well, they're treating, they treated DeRozan like that because they wanted him. 
but that's not the point. The point to that's not the way he's yeah. going to look at it. He's going to look at it as if some you know if there's a prettier girl, you're going to leave me too. You know, yeah. That's the way because that's what it happened. True. They had a pretty girl. They went for the prettier looking girl. And so if they get a ch- anytime they get a chance at a, a prettier looking girl, they're going to drop you. That's how you're going to view that franchise, even if they trade it for you. If you you know if you get with a girl who's a cheater, you're going to look at her and think she's loyal. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, damn, what's she going to do this to me? So, I mean, that's my analogy for that. Bringing uh, up my points from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I like that. Bringing you don't think Kawhi, Kawhi's not going to marry him, right? <laughs> right? right? <laughs> hey, I must say, yeah. as much as you guys kind of gave me crap for that point, right? Oh, Doug's fine. like, this point is kind of weird, right? And Pete made a great point. <laughs> this is more like an engagement than a marriage. And we kind of right. made a joke out of it. Danny Ainge, like three or four days later, used the exact same point as we did. I that called it a crazy, marriage. Yeah. He said, I don't think we're married yet. It's more like an engagement, which is exactly what Pete used. Well, shout out to Danny for listening to that. Yeah, dude. That was pretty cool. Yeah, man. He, next I time, believe he used next that. time, though, he should at least give us a shout out. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, if you're going to steal a quote from us, some <laughs> answers, trivia answers, you know. At least give a shout out that, that Kyrie jersey. But wow, man, Toronto. That's, a, that's an interesting take. I. I think that's a great point, Pete, when it comes to Kawhi. Obviously, man, I keep, for some reason, ending up with this dude on my fantasy team. I don't know why I keep believing on him. He is a mirage in general, dude. Right. Um, But you're right, man. I feel like for him, it's probably like, God, I really could try and win. But then if we get to the finals, then I, like, might have to stay in Toronto. I kind of want to be in L.A. already. So, like, if we just are, like, a second-round exit, even maybe even a first-round blowout, now I'm like... Well, now I got a reason to go to L.A. Yeah. yeah. So you're right, man. Yeah, they get him tough. just in time for the polar vortex. He's like, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, but they, I mean, they got a deep team. They, they picked up Marcus Gasol, uh, which we touched on last yeah. week with the trade deadline. I Siakam, thought that was a great ad. I love Siakam. Siakam's man. dope. Yeah. I think Toronto's doing everything they can to try to be like, Kawhi, please stay. We brought in Gasol. We got people surrounding you. You know, we got well, Siakam on a dope contract. It's like... I mean, you never know. You got, if you're Paul Toronto, you have to swing. Door. If you're Toronto, you have to swing the fences at him. Just like it worked out with Paul George and OKC. We yeah. we all thought Paul George was leaving. If you're Toronto, you better do everything you can. And I think Dan Deasy brought this up a few weeks back when he was on. This might be why they're sitting him all the time. It's like, dude, we'll do whatever, we'll do whatever it takes you for you to be yeah. here. We'll treat you however you want. Yeah, you want yeah. massages? You want days off? We got you. So I think they've done a good job at at least trying to do that. I'm not sure if it's going to work out. But I'm with you. I don't have this team in my finals either. Man, I can't wait for the playoffs. It's going to be God. great. Man. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All right. Well, of course, we saved the best for last. We're going to be doing your guys' favorite teams. Uh, I even put them, on, put them in bold on our little lists here so that you guys would know. But, uh, Corey, we'll start with you. Let's do this last team for you here, the Portland Trailblazers. Woo! Rip City, baby. Let's go. <laughs> What's your uh, one word besides... Whoa, before, I give you my, before I give you my one word, we haven't, I didn't touch on this yet. I got to thank Blazer Gang podcast yeah. for yeah. allowing Pete and I to be on yesterday. Speaking of fandom, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. we did a, uh, they, they uh, let us jump on the podcast with them. We did a great uh, segment on talking about some Golden State stuff for Pete, but then also some stuff with the trade deadline for Portland and just some awesome guys down in Portland that we had a great time vibing with yesterday. Um, so definitely go check out their Blazer podcast, man. Yeah. Blazer Gang, that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, man, let's keep talking Portland. I love it. Um, I'm going to go deep. That's my word for them now. Deep. Yeah. Portland has done, oh my God, I'm so excited for this team. As I touched on last week <laughs> with the trade deadline. He looks excited. Yeah. Like a little <laughs> kid. 
<laughs> new toy. Let's go. Reduce his oh, candy. Man. No, for real, though. For real. <laughs> I am excited, man. We talked about. I talked about Rodney Hood last week. I'm excited for the things that I've seen him do. I think that was a great pickup for Portland. He There was no light at the end of the tunnel for Rodney Hood in Cleveland, and now he's playing on the last year of a contract. Now he's playing for dollar bills. He's playing to support his family. He's playing for money, man, and he's, he's looking like it. He's being a bully down low. I love the dude. And then we didn't even get to touch on it because it happened after last week. We picked up Ennis Cancer, man. And that's like the first time that I feel like I've seen like Twitter start to blow up about Portland, Neil O'Shea, our GM making moves. It's like we had people tagging us. It was like Portland finally made a move. They picked up Cantor. So it's like people are talking about us, which is super cool. And really we flipped, as I talked about on the podcast yesterday with these guys, we flipped Stauskas and Wade Baldwin for basically Hood and Cantor. And we're not even paying that much extra money for them. It's it's not little bit more in taxes but that's really it to have two dudes that could start so when we talk about dudes going down Harkless has some injury problems for us sometimes Nurkic's knee sometimes is going to last in the playoffs not only are you getting two dudes that make this bench deep I feel like one of the deepest benches and teams in the league right now maybe not with star power but just overall dudes that can play Hood and Cantor can both start for this team. Yeah. So if if Collins or I mean if Nurkic went down, it'd be like okay, we like Zach Collins off the bench, but a starting center and Zach Collins in the playoffs, I don't think yeah. so. Cantor can do that. Hey, right? he was killing it three years ago in the Western Conference. And we finals. wanted we wanted yeah. him then for OKC. We offered him a max back then, and OKC yeah. matched us. That's right. So we've wanted him for a while. We got him on the cheap, and now he's excited. We already posted on Instagram a picture with the referee from the other night. And he he called him the King of Portland because <laughs> he called that flagrant foul on Draymond. Just a dude that's just excited to be here, man. I can't wait to watch this team the rest of the he's way. Just even that much yeah, further away I'm from Turkey. You. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's probably his thought. Yeah, he's like, let me get further over here. Further. I like Portland a lot. And like I'm, I like I told you, you know, you guys on the pod we were on, just basically that the whole situation with them getting swept was the best thing that could happen to them. Because losing to yeah. the Warriors, you know, you're not you, you basically don't you don't realize what you need to work on because it's the Warriors. You in your head you could think, well, we're probably good enough, but they're just the Warriors, you know? Yeah. But you lose to the Pelicans, get swept. It's a reality check, man. Yeah. You could see that made Dame hungrier. It made these guys hungrier. They would, you know, now they're playing even more for each other. They knew what they needed to work on, and I love that about them. I like watching them, man. They're a fun team, and I've always been a fan of Lillard. You know, I'm with Corey worry, here. Man. They they could be scary. I mean, obviously, I'm a, you know the Warriors. You know the Warriors are the Warriors, but they could be scary. I'm well, sticking with my pick, man. From earlier this year, they they got even deeper. Western Conference Finals might yeah. be a reach, but I'm telling you, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, make, we'll see gonna, how the seating turns out. Yeah, there's definitely be, a path. Uh, God, well, I'm excited. <laughs> speaking of Pete, what's your one word for the Warriors? Championship? Boring. <laughs> no, <just> Boring. <laughs> yeah. Just champion. I mean, yeah. Championship. Yeah, it's just like inevitable. <sighs> That'd be my word. You know this. You know, just to be. Sh- Sure, this isn't my team. I love KD, man. Right. So, like, is, you get, I don't want to get the listeners confused. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. But it's just like, I don't know, man. They're they're gonna win. It's it's just too easy. the The only drama we had was the Looney and Draymond playing together. You know, spacing drama. And I just feel like that's done with Cousins. As long as he's healthy, I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors won every game. 
Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Just a clean sweep all the through way through the finals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Yeah. But if it, you know how, like, if that happened, we'd be like, else. no way. I'd be like, uh, I could see that. Yeah. You know? I could like, see it happening if they don't run into Portland for sure. <laughs> if it's Portland, they're at least going six or seven. But yeah. Dang. Okay. Ooh. Six or seven? Is Denver? that what speaking with you? Your mind know. or your heart? Are we getting analysts here or love? Both, man. Okay. I like it. I yeah. like it. I'm yeah. six. I'm It'd be tough to go up and win in Portland. Portland six, man. They're deep. Tell Wait, me. you're taking Portland at six? I thought you no, said no, that no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I was like, holy smoke. No, 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 no. Did you know what he said, though? Portland at six? Like bucks I'm six. saying they're taking them to six or something. Oh, got That's you. what yeah. I meant. Yeah. No, no, no. No, for sure, for sure. I, I was like, like oh, what, damn. I just feel like with what Portland did the other night, I mean, obviously, it's yeah, just a regular season game, and, and Kerr, for some reason, left Durant on the bench for a while in the fourth, which was weird. But that, dude, Portland bench and you've talked about this before i mean they the lack of bench in, in golden state you're one of the first guys to bring this up really i feel like when talking about them is the bench and i feel like the blazers if they can keep it close and you bring the bench on and the bench can get on some runs and put them eight ten up eight or ten they're not gonna be able to leave durant on the bench and in a playoff series if durant's got to constantly be playing it's like damn so it's gonna be interesting to see man I, i'm telling you the blazers can make it there Six or seven, they're taking them. That ain't gonna be sweep this year. Yeah, I like it. I like. I'll, I'll I like disappear your... for a couple months if they get swept in the first round again. Man, I'll tell you oh that. man, if the Blazers and the Warriors match off, match up in the playoffs, I'm so excited. Let's, for this on the pod right now. If they make it each other, Blazers and Warriors play each other at all in the playoffs. We're going to a playoff game in Portland. Me and you. All right, I'm down. Give you a live post game show. Yeah, we'll do I'm it. Down. Let's we'll do, do it. it. That'd be sick. We'll make a little recording and we'll do a little show down there. That'd be sick, dude. We're going. Yeah, it's happening. All right, I'm in. All right. Well, that wraps it up. That's yeah. all 30 teams covered all fun, of them. Yeah, we got time. through the crappy ones. Still yeah. fun. We busted yeah. out pretty quick. <laughs> I mean, really, the last thing we got to do is the thing that I feel like a lot of people have been excited for, especially yeah. us. The man. Drawing. Yeah, it's gonna be. That's cool. right. Do a drawing. Let's uh, let's rock and roll with this puppy. Okay. All right, Pete Podlo. Let's Vice, do this. Let's Vice do this. President, I'm are ready. you ready to draw this name or what? Yeah. All right, man. Who's the lucky winner? Let's mix up these names. The winner of a free jersey. Kyle Lynch. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, that's cool, man. That's man. cool. Props. I mean, props to Kyle. Kyle's in our damn fantasy league. We got to listen to this guy freaking raid on your parade about KD <laughs> and talk about Steph all the time. And- um, as you guys know, I, me and Kyle just don't see basketball the same way. I see Dude, it's- you know what I'm going to laugh at? If this guy buys a Steph Curry jersey. Oh, yeah, because he's a Kings fan. He's going to spend his money on stuff. <laughs> now now we can really call him out. He's got to pick a jersey. That's, that's true. But, that's hey, true. but either way, he's man. He's been listening. Yeah, props, you know, yeah, props no, to Kyle. He, hey, any support is great support. We love yeah, everybody. We appreciate you know? it. He's been, uh, you know, he's been listening to since the beginning. You know, he's, he's written us in, in all the trivia questions. And, uh, you know, he's done a good job listening for us and, and spreading the word, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, thanks to everybody who uh, who put their name in this list. You know, we had a, a, a grip load of names. We had a grip load of people jumping in and, and tweeting in answers. And it's been a lot of fun just listening to uh, 
the trivia questions and just seeing who who hits us back with the answers and whatnot so as always we appreciate everybody you know jumping on board and uh, i'm sure we'll do some different giveaway in the future um, but you know, thanks to everyone for participating and continuously listen. But uh, congrats to Kyle Lynch, yeah, man! Yeah, congrats, Kyle. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Congrats to uh, to Kyle. And like we said, with all of our listeners, we always appreciate you guys every single week hitting us up. Yep, um, yep. Well, you know, we don't want that to change. You know, we might not have a giveaway. We'll still do some trivia and do some fun stuff. But as always, we're looking for interaction. We want interaction from people, um, from whatever team, whatever fan, you're, you know, whatever player you're a fan of. We're looking for interaction. That's what we want. We got some cool things to come up um, in the rest of the year. We're past the All-Star. Well, the All-Star games today will be past that now. Um, and it's down to the closing stretch, man. Playoffs is going to be super fun to talk about. This run the rest of the year is going to be super fun to talk about. Um, but continue hitting us up continue spreading the word for us and uh, as always thank you to uh, coo producer dougie fresh my vice president and co-host over here pd podlo it's been uh, super fun working with you guys i'm looking forward to the second half of this it's been a uh, from your mm-hmm. president and motherfucking cfo Corey chandler rip city <laughs>